Hey guys, welcome to another Blind Guy Talks Tech. We're ever closer to the launch of our new weekday podcast, which starts on January 10th. And uh, as we go through the month of December, we're giving you a little bit of an insight into the conversations that are likely to be happening here on the podcast. Because, look, frankly, there's so much tech that is of interest to us. And, you know, for blind people... Uh, is just as exciting as for anyone else because the tech applies to us too and that will come through in the conversations we have, through the interviews, through the reviews. So we hope you stay with us, hope you uh, enjoy the conversations. Over the past few weeks, we've talked about the past, we've talked about back to our school days and we talked about 2021. Then last time we talked about 2022 and what we thought was coming. We had Robin, uh, we had Tim and we had Sean. This time around, we've got Sean and Tim with us and we're going to be talking about 2022 and beyond and beyond you weren't expecting well that were you um <laughs> thank goodness i've got a limiter on this mic that's all i can oh. say um for everyone's benefit okay so um hi guys welcome to it let's get into this hello um hello so 2022 and beyond so we're kind of looking into the future here gazing into our crystal balls collectively oof there's an image. Um, I didn't like that. No, no one say anything. Just, that. just move on. Let's, 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 if there's only way we could edit this, if the only we could, maybe in the future, <laughs> they will invent a way to edit podcasts. And if they do, uh, we'll still not edit we'll it. We'll be I out of a job. You. Yeah, exactly. That's right. We'll be cancelled. <laughs> well, we'll be cancelled before that, I'm sure. Uh, right, let's get into this then. So what about 2022? Uh, Tim, I think you we started with you last time on 2022, but looking beyond that, you've got something. Well, I mean, I've got something. We'll see if Sean agrees with it or not. Uh, breaking so. news alert. This just in. He mm. won't. He probably won't, no. <laughs> and I do have to say that your your introduction there, Stephen, almost sounded like you're apologizing to the people before we get started. That's usually that's gonna be the, the kind of general theme <laughs> is of that things. What it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Best way. Just, just I'm, making a, I'm sure. a married man. A best to start with an apology and just go from there. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't disagree with that at all. So yeah, looking beyond twenty twenty two and actually kind of picking up from some of the conversations we had last time about VR and AR and and even Robin mentioned it very briefly wearables and i think going beyond 2022 wearables are going to be even bigger even more immersive hopefully just as accessible as some of them are now and i think they're going to do more i think that we are going to see potentially you know some sort of apple glass as we talked about last time but things like Apple Watch or other other things that we can have where we you know we already have you know rings I'm starting to see things like jackets and backpacks and shoes that that are kind of pardon the I don't mean this but tiptoeing into hey. oh, well um, done well yeah, done tiptoeing into wow but talking about you know getting into can you show music carry on no cannot um but wearables that are smart that connect with our smartphones or devices you know an, an apple watch will say or you know even like your smart home devices an amazon echo for example to have different things that you're wearing that interact with your environment whether they are glasses or you know a smart backpack or shoes or whatever it might be everything communicating with your watch i think that something like the apple watch is going to finally get uh, you know, things that, uh, you know, people with different disabilities can use. So, you know, we mentioned briefly last week, you know, things about detecting, you know, shakes or something like that for Parkinson's. I think that you'll be able to take your blood sugar levels. You'll be able to, you know, measure all kinds of different things 
just through a watch. You'll even with glasses of some kind. I've already seen uh, studies where they're working on maybe having glasses that can do scans of your eyes for you uh, to make sure you know if you know if you've got glaucoma or something like that. And so I think that beyond 2022, we're going to see more and more of that where we're immersing ourselves in wearables that aren't just giving us information about our surroundings like an AR kind of glasses, but giving us information about ourselves or our, our you know, our environment and, and where we're living, what we're doing and, and how we're doing it. Well, it's interesting because that kind of, in a way, sort of leads me to where I'm at, which is that I think in the end, uh, what we will see, and obviously we're talking here beyond 2022, not just in 2022, but I actually can see a day coming where science will eradicate blindness. I can see that day coming. I think that they eventually, down the line, 50, 60, 70, 100 years, I don't know how far away, um, the speed of research, the speed of um, innovation that is going on at the minute, uh, especially in the blindness world, you know, we're seeing it all the time. I keep waiting. I just keep waiting for the day they figure out the cure for optic nerve hyperplasia or nystagmus, because mm-hmm. I have two, so that's annoying. Um, they, I, I bet any money they fix <laughs> the nystagmus, and then it's the optic nerve hyperplasia that's the problem. It's like, oh, I can't. No, sorry. <laughs> so seven is still the same. Uh, so you well, never know. Already, but, yeah, we're getting there. Well, Stephen, I think that you're right that technology is getting there. I mean, we've already seen things that they can do for river blindness, for RP to a certain extent. You know, So they, they are already being able to target certain disabilities within the, within the eyes or certain, you know, vision causes of vision loss, you know, working with the retina, you know, they can reattach retinas. They've been able to do that for a long That's time. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And now they're working on the macula and, and I've seen some studies on the optic nerve cross fingers. Cause of course I have an issue with my optic nerve where the blood vessels that feed it have squeezed it and squeezed it to where I don't get that signal to the brain very well to see. And so my right eye is basically, there's nothing. And my left eye, there's some, but it's nothing functional. So if they could do something with repair to the optic nerve or the vessels around it, you know, eventually if they did that, that would help someone like myself. And I know, you know, repairing an optic nerve could help you as well. And like I mentioned about RP, I know, you know, Sean, that's what what you deal with. And so I I think that we're there to an extent, we're, we're at the beginning, we're at the cusp of that. And so I agree with you. I think that in the coming years, and I don't think it's going to be one of those where, oh, not in my lifetime kind of things. I really, I, I like really do believe. Like cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like driverless cars that are already here. Yeah, um, they already exist, but, Sean. Yes. But, um, but no, I could see five, 10 years, 10, 15 years, maybe not even that long. Maybe, maybe not because they are already starting to do these things. So I could see where you know, blindness or other disabilities, they find scientific ways to correct. Now, that said, they're already working on it with augmented reality or virtual reality to help, you know, we talk about, you know, eSight glasses for people that have low vision. Uh, The Oculus, in part of their accessibility announcement, talked about a stand mode for people in wheelchairs so that, yeah, you're not physically able to stand. Of course, they're not fixing whatever put you in a wheelchair, but in VR, they're having a stand mode where if you are somebody in a chair, you're able to feel what it's like to be standing and walking and, and moving around. So the virtual side of it is is coming already. And I think science is, is really getting there with being able to correct these things. Well, it's interesting, actually. That was a, a thing years ago, and it was a golf event and for, for disabled people. And a range of different people there, all different disabilities. 
and uh, there were a couple of guys there who had been injured through war and they were in wheelchairs. And I was talking to them and I said, just sort of in passing, I'm like, so how are you going to hit the ball with the, you know, the thing? I'm like, I'm not into sport. Can you tell? And they're with like, the yeah, we kind yes. of figured it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Like, yeah, we got the, got the golf, golf club here. Golf was right? invented in Scotland. Yeah, right? I, I, I didn't invent it. So, you know, I, mean, I can't take all credit for everything, Tim. Um, you know, I've only, only well, so much. It requires much. walking. I know you There's only so it. much I can hold on these shoulders. Uh, they're <laughs> only so broad. But yeah, so I was saying to the guy, I said, so how do you, and he said, well, the great thing is they've developed this chair that actually allows you to be put into a standing position so you can actually play golf. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that's amazing, right? So I was like, that is, that is so cool. So that's how they were doing that. But then you go on to, and then I think about the trip I had to CES a couple of years ago, and that they had a, an amazing device there which allowed you to use a smartphone, any smartphone, even Android. Um <laughs> You could use any smartphone uh, and you could attach this little device to it, which I think it enhanced the camera um, or did something with the camera. And it allowed you to check your eyes, essentially to test your eyes for certain conditions, glaucoma, um, cataracts. And I guess, and as we know these days with the technology they have, even, you know, even today, your optician has the ability to detect tumours, to detect cancers through the eye. I mean, it's incredible. Um, and this is your timely reminder to please go get your eyes checked. If it's been more than two years, just go get yes. it done. It's painless. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't have to buy the glasses at the end, but you might find out something really important. Um, <laughs> Everything's been longer than two years recently. Yeah, well, that's true. That's very true. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, but the thing is, getting this technology is great for us in, in the way we look at it and kind of go, oh, that's really, that's quite smart and cool. But then you think about developing countries where they don't have immediate access to opticians. They can't just pop down the high street and pop into an optician. So this kind of technology can prevent sight loss in places, can help people of older age, be aware of eye conditions before they become a problem. You know, and, and treatment can then be given and administered. And that I think is where the future of all of this is going um, in terms of healthcare. And I just think it's, it's absolutely fantastic. So I think healthcare is going to have a big impact on sight loss and it'll be too late for us i'd imagine for us guys but for for the future generations i think this could be great oh, well if it's not for us who cares <laughs> I, I mean you two have gone into wow. society changing technologies here we're, we're talking, talking the future we're not talking yeah. I, don't, I don't want to hear about an apple watch i want to hear about something it's the future well, that's what i was going to talk about i oh, mean uh, you know you've really no. ruined it for me <laughs> You're talking I want, about how the Apple Watch Series Nine. That's what I was going to say. The <laughs> iPhone 16. I was going to go mad about. But you, what you're talking about there is like, especially when it comes to medical, it, it changes the entire way society functions. And then you know, when you're mentioning about driverless cars, how town planning is going to work, and how mm. we're going to go about ownership and wearables mm, and that cities. monitoring your health. Mm. Exactly yep. right. I, I, which brings me to my point again, because, you know, I, I love the smart home, smart devices, and I think obviously that's going to get more and more, as I said last time. But I think I did read quite a few different articles recently about power delivery and going wireless, because it, all this technology is great. We got Bluetooth and we got Wi-Fi and that. But when it comes to power delivery, we're still, you know, 
sort of nailing and, and routing those cables everywhere to get the device where we want it. Uh, and there's no wireless power delivery out there. We have wireless charging on smartphones and things, but even then, it's not what we really think wireless charging should be, where you can just you know walk into a room with a device in your pocket and it just automatically starts charging you know through the ether somehow it is kind of a half misnomer right because you still have to plug in the charger somewhere mm -hmm. yes it's, and it's there's... wireless to your device but it's still wired to get it's the wireless energy. but it's still making connection correct there may yeah. be a case in the way and there's nothing to plug in but you're still placing something on top of something else to get that wireless transmission that power transmission now there has been some really interesting work done in actually you know providing power to devices in that way as a room-to-room -room basis either with a device on the wall which beams power to something which picks it up uh, and is able to charge and i've also seen some things where uh, the it's built into the light bulbs so anything that that comes within the radius of a, the light emitted from a light bulb also gets charged now the power that they these devices are receiving are tiny uh, a lot of the ones that I'm seeing are just powering toy cars so they can drive around the place and, you know, they're all powered wirelessly. But I think that is the next step when it comes to technology, because we have seen it, as I said, through the Internet. It was all, <clears throat> excuse me, it was all cables, but now we have Wi-Fi, 5G, uh, Bluetooth and all that wireless connectivity. But power is where it's going to get really exciting, I think. And that's it's still decades away until you can just, you know, take your... Uh, kettle out of its box and just place it on the side and it just connects to the house power delivery network and you know is automatically powered on um, I, I, I can see a, a situation where lots of people are kind of you know pushing all their devices up against the wall um, to get, so they the, can get the neighbors, get the neighbors. Power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well how do you draw yeah. the line that's gonna be an interesting question there <laughs> you'll have to log in to power on your kettle to make a brew yeah, what's true. the password yeah but yeah but I think that, that, that ties into a conversation I had with someone the other day. We were talking about electric buses, and of course that's becoming a big thing now uh, with the desire to save the planet from its eventual doom. Uh, breaking news, it's going to happen anyway, guys. Um, but, you know, in the meantime, we can all, you know, do our wow. bit and whatever. Uh, but, oh, his pessimism is back. Oh, <laughs> hey. it's, it's, I'm so sick. It's like, oh, yeah, if you put the, if you put the uh, paper in the green bin, then it'll all be fine. Oh, really? Is that is that how it works? Okay, yeah, sure. Um, we'll, we'll abs I, I do it, me doing that, me putting that Amazon box in that blue bin, I can. I'm reversing the. Well, actually, when we're talking about you, it's of, probably true. Yeah, it's probably it, true. It, you probably could save the world by yourself, but <laughs> stop buying. <laughs> but yeah. we were talking about step anyway. We were talking yes. about electric buses, and I was saying the biggest issue electric buses are going to have. And I actually remember this because I met. I don't, I don't know if I actually was meeting you in Manchester. I was. In, I was in Manchester for some reason anyway, and um, I remember going up to this bus stop and I said to the driver, um, do you go to the whatever bit I was going to? And he said, um, yeah, if you just wait 15 minutes. And I said, all right, are you not due to go? He said, uh, no, no. He said, it's just I'm waiting on the bus to charge. And I thought, okay, it's like a big mobile phone. He's got it plugged in. And, beautiful. You know, he's just waiting for it to charge up. And I'm like, this is really weird. Um, and I thought the biggest issue that these devices, these, these well, they will be devices, I guess, nowadays, rather than cars or buses, but the buses or cars, whatever they are, the biggest challenge they're going to face is getting power and on a continual basis. When you think about a taxi and a bus that really needs to be on the road all the time, they're going to have to think about some kind of wireless charging. Now, I've heard all kinds of ideas around this, things like on motorways, 
you would have these strips that would run up the lanes. And as the car or bus or whatever it is goes across, you know, drives up the, the road and it stays in its lane, it's kind of getting a wireless charge constantly. Yeah, and it's induction a, charging again. Yeah. Yes, it's using that, that ability to almost, almost like a phone, but it's a continual thing. And maybe that's the way that it goes. Maybe that essentially when a car gets to a set of traffic lights, that's when it's charging, you know, it's kind of doing that in between. I think that's the, the power delivery has got to not just be in the home, but it's got to be on the road as well. And then someone attacks the power grid and everything's down and there's... Well, well we're, yeah. th we're there already when it comes to that. <laughs> the yeah, electricity goes down right. I mean, back to a caveman. We're kind, yeah. of, we're kind of relying on a lot of electricity here to make all this happen. I mean, I think that's the other thing. I mean, if everything's going electric. How do we, how do we afford... Well, afford is one thing. How do we make enough electricity to, uh, to make that happen? I, I don't get it. I, I, I mean, already in the States, I was hearing about the solar amount power. of... Well, solar power. Well, solar power. Yeah, it's I mean, fine for you. Tim. Yeah, we don't have For much. Over in Scotland, here. we're finished. I'm so sorry. Till yeah. we get grey, cloudy power, we're knackered. It's, it's the middle of winter cloudy. right now, right? And I get sunlight <laughs> for about 10 minutes a day. Um, if that can the do so anything. Solar lights in the garden don't even work now. So. And I, I know. Mine's, mine's flashed the other <laughs> no, wait, day and went off. Wait, Stephen, when you say you get sunlight 10 minutes a day, you just mean Scotland, not you personally. Oh, yes. No, I, I mean Scotland, yeah. I can't believe you're out in the sun for 10 minutes a day. I, I put my sunglasses on the other day. <laughs> In my room. That's where. I, that's as far as it goes. I'm sunbathing in my upstairs room. But talking about electricity generation, have you seen the size? It blows my mind, the size of these wind turbines now. I mean, they're the size yeah. of a skyscraper. And the, 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 the blade size is, I don't know, like 100 metres or something. These wind turbines that they put out to sea, they are vast. They are enormous. And they can, we're talking gigawatts or whatever it is of electricity don't say back to the future tim but oh come uh, on stop go on then and that's a gigawatt actually yeah 1.21 gigawatts thank you but thank that, you. that's what we're talking about but the size of these things are immense and i think that is going to be the future i mean there's always plenty of wind <laughs> well, thank you this this podcast alone <laughs> just could, amongst could power the three a small of us, yeah. country yeah <laughs> yeah See, I left we could, the gap we for could you power two to jump in. Poland, uh, honestly, <laughs> I think we could take on Poland with just this podcast. There you go. But you are going to see these are going these farms are going to be the future. They are, they are so enormous. It, it's mind blowing, honestly. I think you'll find nuclear is the answer. But moving on. Um, so uh, yeah, well, look, we'll see what the future brings. Uh, we will play this back to you in the future, and we'll say, look what you said, you complete Wally. Look, we're walking around here with, um, uh, I don't know, chargers in our backpacks and stuff. Okay. Well I don't know. <laughs> walking around with a shopping okay. trolley full of car batteries to charge our, <laughs> our wearable tech. I, I knew someone who did that once, actually, um, for, for other reasons, I think. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for being with us. We are starting this podcast properly, yes, properly, on January 10th. Um, we just thought we saying get, we've been improper. Th this has been entirely improper. Yeah, that, and, okay. and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. So um, <laughs> yeah, we will be back again in, on January tenth, uh, twenty twenty two. Well, the future will be Blind Guy Talks Tech. We hope you uh, join us for it. We will look forward to it. We'll be here every single weekday, and uh, you can find out more at blindguytalkstech.com where you found this. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're getting to all the other podcast providers as we speak. We will be on an internet 
near you. And uh, yes, you can enjoy us every uh, single weekday and you can email us at any time via the website or by emailing hello at blindguytalkstech.com. Couldn't really be any simpler, could it? Let's be honest. Hello at blindguytalkstech.com. Keep in touch on Twitter as well, at blindguytech. And we'll catch you on January 10th. Bye.